fans are left to try to figure out what the heck happened as they get eliminated in the Stanley Cup playoffs by the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, one of the most popular members of the Boston Bruins over the last number of years and a uh, former Stanley Cup champion with the Boston Bruins. Sean Thornton joins us right now. Hey, Sean, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing, Bill? Well, not as good as if they had been able to beat Tampa Bay, but you know what, Sean? Tampa Bay was a better team than the Bruins were. They definitely were firing on all cylinders. Now, Sean, yeah, go ahead. Did you see that coming based on the way the regular season series went between these two teams? Because I, I just misread it completely. No, I, like Tampa's obviously been there the last, you know, three out of four years. They they know what it takes. Um, now Boston's core has been there before as well. But I, no, I I didn't. I thought it was going to be a lot closer. I actually I picked the Bruins to get through. Uh, but I, I got to give Tampa credit. You got to tip their cap. They definitely capitalized on opportunities. They uh, their goalie stood on his head. I thought that. Uh, you know, I thought it was a good series. A lot of the games could have went either way, uh, but you know, tip your cap. Tampa is definitely, like I said, firing all cylinders for lack of a better uh, term. Now, if, if an opposing player licked your face <laughs> while you were on the ice, how would you respond? <laughs> oh, I don't think anybody had the uh, the gonads to do that to me. Uh, <laughs> I, I probably would have choked them out. I'm assuming. So what what do you make of Brad Marchand doing that? Like the league had to tell him to cut it out. It's happened four times over the course of the year. I think it was three times in the playoffs. You've played with the guy. What what would you be saying to him? And what would other guys be saying to him with all this going on? Uh, I don't know. Marsh is uh, he, I I haven't been around him enough lately to to give you an honest opinion. But from what I was with him, I mean, if you read his players Tribune, what he says uh, that really stuck out for me was. You know, everybody says they'll do whatever it takes to win, but but really, would you? And you know what? I respect the fact that he is willing to do whatever it takes to win. Uh, I, I kind of tried to play the game the same way. It didn't matter. Uh, winning, once you get to the playoffs, winning was all that mattered. So, um, uh, I mean, licking's obviously a different thing. The first time I thought it was hilarious. I think everybody did. The next few times, everyone was like, what the heck's going on here? But um, I haven't talked to him. Uh, I saw him when I was back home for uh, the marathon. I saw him at Whole Foods for about 20 minutes, but that's the most I've talked to him in the last couple of years. So I, I can't give you an honest opinion, but uh, I'm outside of looking in like everyone else. Sean, obviously what a lot of people talk about is he needed to do these certain things and play a certain way earlier in his career. That's who he was as a hockey player. But now he's such a skilled player, a goal scorer. A lot of people say, you can't do that anymore. You don't need to do that anymore. But is it possible to sort of change, I guess, change your stripes, so to say, as a hockey player as your career progresses? Just because he has more play. I mean, he was a goal scorer when I played with him. He just he wasn't on the power play. He wasn't on the first, uh, he wasn't on the first line, per se. I think, uh, I mean, he, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't he lead our team in goal scoring the year we went to the Cup, like seven years ago? And he always played that way. Uh it's tough to – what makes him such a great player is his compete level. Compete level. Very rarely does he get out-muscled for a puck in the corner or lose a battle or give up on a play. And part of that DNA in him is the guy that plays on the edge. So, uh, you know, you want a player that gets you 30 goals, 25 goals a year, but is la dar or do you want the guy that gets you 35 and is in every single battle? I, you take uh, a little bit of the – antagonistic part of the game away from him and I think it would probably affect his edge a little bit. 
We're talking to former Bruins forward, now Florida Panthers executive Sean Thornton. Uh, you've been around here enough to know that Tuka Rask is a polarizing athlete in this town. There's a segment of the Bruins fandom that loves him, and there's a segment that thinks that you're never going to win with him. Where do you fall on the Tuka Rask uh, scale here? Uh, I fall on the guy that skated with him during the lockout with a lot of other players in the NHL, and everyone said, we can't believe you have to shoot on him every day in practice. How do you guys have any confidence whatsoever? Um I feel bad for Tukes. Uh, obviously, you know it's like being the quarterback or the pitcher. You, you get, you win the game, you get all the glory. You don't. You're uh, stuck carrying the blame. And uh, I, I can't think of, and I'm biased because he's a good friend of mine, to, to be completely honest. But I can't think of a goalie that has been more consistently at the top of the league in the last eight nine years. Uh, there's going to be ups and downs, but if you ask. I mean, anybody in the league, they're going to say they hate playing against him. He he makes the game look easy, and when he's on, he's really on. So I watched a lot of that series. I'd be hard pressed to find a goal that you could put solely on him, and I'd be hard, I'd be fast to argue the fact that the one game they were down two nothing, and it should have been four nothing if he didn't make two miraculous saves in the first period. So um, I know he's always going to be in the shadow because he was the backup the year we won, but uh, until he wins his own. But listen, he's. He's been a rock for that organization, and I, I strongly am opinionated that he is the guy for that team. I know people don't. I'll tell like... you right now, if you guys don't want him, we'll take him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know people don't like to hear this when I when I point it out. In NHL history, he's got the second best career save percentage, second only to Dominic Hasek. He's second best in NHL history in that. Yeah, and it's not a year or two. He's been in the league for a decade now. I mean, it, yes, people. Are, Again, I, I'm not sure why he's polarizing. I think he, I, like I said, I think there's 30 other teams that'd be happy to snatch him up if, uh, if, he, if somebody didn't want him. What do you think this team is is missing, Sean? Because I think when the year began, nobody really expected him to be as good as they were. And then as the season played out, you're like, wait a minute, this could be a true cup contender. But then they lose in five to, albeit a very good team in Tampa Bay, but they lose four straight games in the series. Looking ahead to next year, what what do you think they need to add? Uh, I don't know. Actually, I haven't paid enough attention, to be completely honest. I don't watch hockey anymore. I'm legitimately all on the business side. I watched the playoffs because it was on at good times for me, and uh, I was curious how a few of my ex-teammates and buddies were going to fare. But for me to play GM, it wouldn't be fair to me, anybody else in that city. I really have – it would be a very uneducated guess. But I do know they overachieved if uh, you asked everybody – sorry, I shouldn't say that because it's going to get quoted wrong – (laughs) <laughs> like you said, at the start of the year, I don't think people expe- expected this. Uh, so they probably performed a little bit better than expectations would have uh, been at the start of the season. But they are legit contenders. Emotionally, what is that process like? Because you just referenced it. There were low expectations. Then all of a sudden, late in the year, they're seen as a cup contender. And people got excited and okay. And then they lose in the second round. As a player, emotionally, are you able to say, you know what, we had a good year? Or is that taste of losing in the final series, does that take a, a while to go away? Um, I, it's a bit of both, right? I mean, I think they're... They're very happy with their season, but not you're never happy when you lose. So uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, the first few days afterwards, they, they completely suck. And usually, well, for myself, I usually just drank away my sorrows and went back to work, uh, getting ready for the next year. So uh, I'm sure they're very disappointed with how it ended up. But if you take a look back and some of the injuries they've had and how they played through them, I think uh, they'd be, you know, fairly, fairly happy with, with the results. I'm not trying to get you fined. I'm not trying to get you in trouble. So you answer this as carefully as you need to. Does the NHL have an officiating problem here in the playoffs? I don't know. There's always human error, and it doesn't matter what side you're on. People seem to complain. So uh, are there calls missed? Yes. Are there calls that are phantom calls that get called? Yes. Are there dives? Yes. I I think this debate's been going on for 100 years, and I don't think it'll ever be perfect, to be completely honest. Do you think the success that Vegas is having as an expansion team, is that – something that's good for the NHL or is it bad? No, it's great. I think, uh, listen, they're, they're, they had a lot of people to pick from in that draft. I think that they did a, a great job with it. Uh, Gerard Gallant's done a great job with, uh, with a team of, you know, people that there wasn't a lot of expectations on, but they also have that chip on their shoulders that they, they can rally around that they feel like whether they were wanted or not, they feel like they weren't. And now they're going to prove it to everybody that they're, legit so uh i'm happy i'm happy for them i have a feeling that this is going to have an impact on the seattle expansion i think nhl owners are going to say we're not going to make this as easy for seattle as we did for vegas and they might tighten things up a bit with the expansion draft for the next round uh yeah i mean we'll see right it was uh they did they got a lot of talent and they're a good team uh that being said though you do want your newest team to be competitive i mean they did pay a million dollars in expansion fees. So they deserve to be uh, in the mix once your uh, once the season starts. Tell me what the off season is like for you now that, uh, that you're not playing hockey in South Florida and you're mainly on the business side now. So what does that entail? Uh, helping organize our 25th anniversary for next year. You know, working on uh, marketing plans, PR plays, uh, community relations, growing the game, trying to get hockey sticks in as many hands as. Uh, and as many kids' hands as possible. Uh, a lot with scout till nine, and then you're done. I'll say this: you were here and 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 saw what it was like in this community in the aftermath of the Boston Marathon bombing, and then you're a part of the Florida Panthers organization in the aftermath of the Parkland shooting. Was the emotions similar in both instances? Well, what we took from it, and I, I'm very happy that uh, I had a lot of people to lean on. Uh, for this, uh, I, I sort of was tasked with being the point person in our organization's response to the tragedy down here, and um, it definitely there are similarities. I mean, you learn from being there in Boston that you do not know what what people need at this time, terrible time, and you kind of read and react and ask and have open arms and you know whatever people need, you try and help out with as much as possible. But you can't pretend to know what they want you can't just throw money at it it's uh it's a completely different thing than say a hurricane where you can you know rebuild houses and it's it's a terrible thing when when people's lives are lost and you really have to just be there for them and ask what they what they need i gotta be honest with you i was never a huge roberto luongo fan he won me over completely with the heartfelt words he said on the ice at your game in the aftermath of that yeah he you know what he's a great human being and i i know from the rivalry that we had with Vancouver and words that were said, but uh, he's my, he was my teammate for the last you know three years, and then 
obviously uh, working with him over the last year on the other side. Uh, you'd actually like him. He's a really, really funny, really good guy. He's one of the best Twitter followers there is in hockey. He's pretty funny. Yeah, he's, he is really funny. He's, he's sincere. Hey, Sean, we always appreciate the time talking to you. Good luck down there, and I hope we get a chance to talk again soon. All right, thanks. All right, take thanks, care. Sean. That is uh, former Bruin forward Sean Thornton, now a member of the uh, front office for the Florida Panthers. He says he doesn't get to watch hockey anymore. He's too busy running the business side. Of the business things. side of things. Also said they'd be a trade partner for Tuca. How about that? Well, what he said was, if you don't want him, we'd <laughs> take him. Exactly. He also, what do you want, Dale? He also, by the way, was a pretty staunch advocate for Tuca. And by the way, full disclosure, he admits, yeah, he's friends. They are they're That's great fine. friends. They right. owned a boat together here. How about that? Not a huge, gigantic boat. A you know, a little boat that they'd run around in the harbor and share but, a boat. Want to go like on the boat? I, I think Tuca, I think oh, wow. Tuca has huh? bought him out on the boat. I think Tuca, I think owns, Tuca owns it now. Full ownership. I boat's a good thing to share. Because no. like the first sunny day. Well, I want the boat. I'm taking the boat. No, I no, want I'm the taking boat. the boat. I think they were out together most of those sunny oh, okay. days. Yeah. And yeah, and we're going to get a credible you know opinion on Tuca from him. He goes out on the boat with him every day. <laughs> he's, he's a, he's, Jeez. <laughs> Talk about biased. He shares a boat.